Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to talk about femininity in dating. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes of this episode. Also, make sure that you're on the waitlist for the next opening of my coaching program called From Dating to Exclusive. If you have been loving this podcast and getting so much out of it, just imagine actually talking to me every week and having my perspective and my expertise on your actual specific dating situations, your specific thoughts and feelings that are coming up throughout the dating process. And instead of scouring the podcast for that specific episode that kind of applies almost exactly to your situation, you can just ask me. And I have the whole podcast in my head. (laughs) So I'm like this encyclopedia for this approach to dating. So if you get on the waitlist now, you'll get the early bird discount and you'll also get early access to join the next coaching program. It's going to be open in January. So perfect way to start the new year. What if you went from dating to exclusive this year? So one thing that I did want to cover and talk about a little bit for those of you who are considering joining the next coaching program is that I spoke to some of the listeners of the podcast this past week, and it was really fun. We had a lot of 15-minute sessions and laser coaching. It was super fun. And a lot of you shared that you were actually really interested in the program, but had some fears or some nerves around joining. In particular, one theme that came up for several people was nervousness around being in a group and sharing your thoughts and your feelings and your challenges and your journey with dating. And I think that's really natural and normal. And I also think that we really blow it up in our heads to be a lot bigger than it is. And once you get in the group and you just see the other women who are just like you, and obviously we're all in the group for a similar reason, you notice that everybody's on your side. And actually one of the best things that you can do emotionally for yourself while dating is to share so that you don't feel the shame. When we share our inner thoughts and feelings of the week with a small group of people and they're all holding space for us and they can all relate to us, it really takes away that shame element, which can be really just draining in dating is not only feeling like you're having a challenge, but then also like you can't tell other people about it or that you have to struggle with it alone. So sharing it in a group and having like a few other people then message you after and say like, oh my gosh, I've been there too. And I'm struggling with that as well. Or here's how I dealt with it. And this really helped me. And then also, of course, having my feedback and perspective on it from working with hundreds of women going through this process it really takes away a lot of the emotional load that we're usually carrying by ourselves. And then also, I think that, you know, in our heads, we make it be a bigger deal than it is. So for example, you might be feeling nervous about the idea of group sessions, but then you get to the group session and you see the other women and they are just like you doing the same things and 
just normal people <laughs> that you would anyways be friends with. And you're like, oh, these are just my new friends. So, you know, once you're actually in the situation, it becomes a lot less nerve wracking. It's more like the idea that we build up in our head beforehand. Um, it kind of reminds me of when I used to give speeches at events. I would get so extremely, extremely nervous <laughs> beforehand. And as soon as I got up on stage, I just, it all went away. And then I was completely comfortable and actually really enjoyed myself. So a lot of people have that nervousness the first session, and then we kind of get warmed up and everybody gets to know each other. And then it's just your group of friends who you do this process with. And the nervousness just kind of goes away within the first session or two. Um, and of course, lastly, you're not forced to say anything in the group. So if you would prefer not to share something in the group, you don't have to. You can also share as much detail as you feel comfortable sharing. So it can be adjusted to you. And then of course, we still have our one-on-one -on -one sessions that are part of the coaching program as well. So if there's anything really personal that you really want some feedback on, but you're nervous to share in a group or don't want to share in a group, you can just save that for our one-on-one. -on -one. So I just wanted to address that because it came up for quite a few of you and that I spoke to this week at least. And if that's been holding you back, I really, really hope that is not going to be the reason that you don't join and have this amazing transformation for yourself because it's a very temporary thing that will usually melt away within like one to two weeks. So I hope if that's been the reason that's been holding you back that you still join because not only will it go away, but also the group sessions are one of the most powerful things that you can do for your dating life and for implementing this process of dating. Okay, so let's talk about being feminine in dating and specifically how this shows up in the mindset of women that I talk to. So specifically, I had a 15-minute session with a really awesome woman last week, and she's a listener of the podcast, so shout out to you if you're listening. And she shared a dating situation where she had been dating somebody for maybe like six or seven months, but quite a while. And they just recently went to being exclusive. So they dated at least like five or six months before she was able to kind of convince him to be exclusive. And in order to take that next step, she had to give him an ultimatum. And she spoke a lot about feminine energy and that she learned that feminine energy means to wait and let the guy lead and let the guy guide the connection. And she also then kind of was beating herself up for giving him an ultimatum. Like she felt like that was too harsh, that was not feminine, that was masculine. And now they were kind of in a limbo where she actually wanted to have labels. She wanted to be boyfriend, girlfriend with this guy, but he was kind of iffy about that. He was uncomfortable with labels. And so he said yes to being exclusive, but they were going to give it several more months before deciding if they were ready for the step of having labels. So that topic of being in your feminine and allowing the guy to lead and allowing the guy to guide the connection came up quite a bit. And what I asked her, the first question that I asked her was, 
well, what do you do if you want to be in your feminine, but the guy that you're dating is not masculine? Or what if the guy that you're dating is not mature masculine? So you won't usually hear me use that language of feminine and masculine energy. And I just don't really use that in this podcast or in general for various reasons. However, I will use it today because I know what you're talking about when you say that. And I also know other really awesome teachers and coaches that use this as a tool to describe dynamics in relationships. And so I understand what you mean with masculine and feminine. And also part of what I learned from other coaches about it is that there are different maturity levels within those two polarities. So there's the child, there's the adolescent, so like immature, masculine or feminine, and then there's the mature masculine and the mature feminine, so like the man and woman energy. And so if we're using these terms and this ideology, then we would look at this guy and say he's not very masculine because he's not taking the lead and he's not guiding and he's not moving things forward and he's wishy-washy and he's iffy. (laughs) So all of those things would definitely not go into that category of masculine or mature masculine. But then the issue is when you have this idea that, oh, if a guy's not being masculine enough or taking that lead or moving things forward, it's because I'm not being feminine enough. And so I just need to sit back and wait and let him take the lead and not speak up and not say anything. And I need to be more feminine. And every time that I do anything like set a boundary or ask for exclusivity or ask for labels or ask for things to move forward or ask for something from him in terms of him showing up, that means I'm being masculine and therefore I'm pushing him away. Now, the second piece of this is when you have that thought that I'm being masculine or I'm not being feminine enough, what that actually creates is you feeling masculine. It's exactly the same as saying, I'm not being pretty, I'm not being pretty enough, or I'm acting ugly. Then you're just going to feel ugly (laughs) because that's what you're telling yourself. So when you tell yourself over and over and you keep questioning yourself, am I being feminine enough? Am I being too masculine? It's like checking yourself in the mirror constantly and saying like, do I look okay? Do I look okay? Am I being ugly? Am I pretty enough? You're going to feel ugly because that's the narrative that you're constantly having running in your mind. And you're following that up with actions of like constantly checking yourself. So that's why I really don't like this idea of being feminine and being in your feminine because it leads to feeling really masculine. The other thing that it leads to, for example, in this specific situation is being completely complacent and not speaking up and feeling wrong for your needs. You have an internal intuition that tells you when things don't feel right or when things do feel right, when things feel ripe for the next step. So for example, you might be dating somebody a few weeks or a month or two or however long it is for you and that person. And at some point you will have a little feeling inside that grows and tells you, I don't feel comfortable dating other people anymore, or I don't feel comfortable with them dating other people anymore. 
But then if you have some idea like the feminine person shouldn't do that, they shouldn't ask for that, and it has to come from the guy, what that leads to is you overriding your intuition and your feelings and not speaking up for what you need or what you feel comfortable with. So then that leads to a whole bunch of other consequences like situationships and casual relationships or being in a connection for longer than feels comfortable under circumstances that you're not comfortable with. So here's what I suggest instead. Number one, if you want to identify as being feminine, if that's something that's important to you, just decide that you are. Just decide. Instead of constantly questioning, am I feminine? Am I being feminine enough? Am I masculine? Just come from the place, first of all, knowing that you are feminine. Second of all, instead of always asking, am I being feminine? Am I being feminine? (laughs) Am I being feminine? Ask yourself some other questions like, how do I feel in this connection? Do I love the way things are going? Do I feel ripe for the next step? Or do I need to get to know this person longer? Do I feel valued in this person's life? Do I feel like they actually care about me and that they see the value that I bring to their life? And then another question that I asked this person in particular was to think about what is the relationship that she sees herself in? Because this person was like, I'm going to create a relationship in the next six months. It's going to be with or without him. So she was very clear about wanting a really amazing relationship. And I asked her to zoom out 20 years from now and think about the quality of relationship that she wants to be in. And, you know, having a really high quality relationship for 20 years and longer is not necessarily always the easiest thing or an effortless thing. So it's definitely something that requires intention. Now, I asked her to reflect on the current connection that she's in and ask herself, is this the person who can create that with me? And if the guy is needing an ultimatum to be exclusive and is then iffy about labels and makes you feel like you're weird (laughs) for wanting the labels, that's probably not the person with the same intention as you for creating a relationship of the quality and caliber that you want to experience in this lifetime. So what you can see from this is it doesn't actually matter if you're being masculine or feminine, you can't really win with a guy who's not showing up. Because when you're being in your feminine, aka passive, then he's not showing up anyways, because he's just not showing up, not because you're not feminine enough. And then if you go to the opposite side of being in your masculine, where you're giving an ultimatum, even if he takes that next step, that wasn't his intention in terms of the bigger vision and future that you're trying to create. So he's still not going to be the person to create it with. So we really have to look at the quality of the relationship that we're in instead of distracting ourselves with these ideas of whether we're being too masculine or not feminine enough. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so cool to see a review from you on Apple Podcasts, or you can just leave a rating on Spotify. 
either way, thank you so much and I'll see you next week. Have a great day. Bye.